This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, September 9th, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's state of lines. Real division may doom cattle bills, disaster aid prospects, and GAO details CFAP distribution. Stab it out. Time may have run out on cattle bills. Lawmakers on both sides of Capitol Hill have spent the past couple of years working to rein in the market power of the four largest beef packers. But time may well have run out in the two major reform bills. Senate Agriculture Committee Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow of Michigan said in an AgriPulse Newsmakers interview that the Senate may not have had enough floor time left to consider the measures one of which would mandate minimum levels of cash trading in cattle markets. Those are bills that I would love to see move forward in some way. It's not clear at this point how much time it would take among uh, on the floor because there is a real division, particularly among Republican colleagues, she said. Majority Leader Chuck Schumer of New York has given no indication he would put the legislation on the Senate floor this month. Keep in mind, the lead sponsor of the Cattle Markets Transparency Act, Deb Fisher of Nebraska, tells AgriPulse there would be enough GOP support for her bill to ensure its Senate passage, even if opponents can peel off several Democrats. Stabenow also talks in her Newsmakers interview about the next farm bill. Newsmakers will be available later today at AgriPulse.com. Disaster aid may have to wait. There is talk on the Hill of including a disaster aid package in the continuing resolution that must pass to avert a government shutdown when the new fiscal year starts October 1. The CR that Congress enacted last September included $10 billion in ag disaster relief. Arkansas Senator John Bozeman, a member of the Appropriations Committee, also the top Republican on the Ag Committee, doesn't rule out including ag disaster assistance in the CR, but he thinks his GOP colleagues would insist on keeping the bill relatively clean. That means disaster aid would have to wait until lawmakers can agree on an omnibus funding bill, he told AgriPulse. I think we've got a good chance of getting it done in the omnibus for sure. Bozeman said. GAO details CFAP distribution. Seven farming entities collected at least $3 million in total coronavirus food assistance payments, including two that got more than $6.5 million. That, according to data, included in a report released by the Government Accountability Office. The top 25 CFAP recipients Nearly all of them, general partnerships, collected a total of $74 million. California had the highest average payment per producer at $97,619. The average payment nationwide was $32,074. Take note, GAO says farmers who are classified as socially disadvantaged collected $869 million, or an average of $20,396 per producer. Beginning farmers got $349 million, or an average of $19,859. Iowa, California, and Nebraska each received over $2 billion in CFAT payments. Eight other states, Minnesota, Texas, Illinois, 
Kansas, South Dakota, Wisconsin, North Dakota, and Missouri got at least a billion dollars. Total CFAT payments were $31 billion. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Daybreak is sponsored by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, the third largest dairy co-op in the country. Edge is a powerful advocate of Washington for farmers throughout the upper Midwest. Among Edge's top priorities is milk pricing reform. Over its long history, the federal order system has aimed to serve farmers by ensuring the orderly marketing of fluid milk. But changing production and consumption patterns are rendering the system ineffective. Edge envisions changes that create flexibility, promote fairness, and strengthen the relationship between farmers and processors. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. FDA announces lettuce sampling in Salinas Valley. The Food and Drug Administration will be collecting about 240 lettuce samples from operations in California Salinas Valley through October. That in a continuing effort to reduce outbreaks of foodborne illness. The farms, quote, were identified by traceback investigations in recent years as being potentially associated with a foodborne illness outbreak in which lettuce or leafy greens were the likely or suspect food vehicle, FDA says. FDA also says it may collect water, soil, or scat samples based on observations made at the time of sampling and a farm or ranch's past inspection history. SNAP won't be a part of public charge determinations. The Department of Homeland Security is making it clear that getting food assistance won't prevent immigrants from being able to stay in the U.S., A new rule reverses Trump-era regulations that allowed immigration officials to consider supplemental public health benefits, such as Medicaid and nutritional assistance, in deciding whether a non-citizen was likely to become a public charge, meaning that they're likely to depend primarily on the government for subsistence. The Biden administration had not been enforcing the rule, which also allowed consideration of Medicaid and housing assistance after a court vacated it in March 2021. The Food Research and Action Center calls the new rule an essential step in mitigating hunger among immigrant families. Flooding takes major toll on Pakistan's cotton. The recent monsoon flooding that has killed more than a thousand people and forced others to flee their homes and much of the country is also taking a major toll on the country's farmers. An analysis by the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service estimates the country's cotton production will fall just to 5 million bales. That's a 19% cut from earlier forecasts. The FAS office in Istanbul raised its forecast for Pakistan's cotton imports to 5.8 million bales. That's about 21% more than a forecast made before the flooding and about 29% more than Pakistan imported last year. Here's today's He Said It. He's somebody that has been very, very popular, so it could be any time. That's Senator John Bozeman, the Arkansas Republican, on the prospects for a Senate vote on the nomination of USDA advisor Doug McCallum to be the Biden administration's agriculture trade negotiator. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, September 9th. 
brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.